This is the Arts and Fishers podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. I am of an age that I remember very clearly the trial of the Chicago 7. It was one of the biggest and longest trials of the 20th century. There were no cameras in the courtroom in September of 1969. When that trial began, it lasted for months. Aaron Sorkin wrote and directed the film, then assembled quite a cast to pull off this film. I was just out of high school when that trial began. It all related to the Democratic National Convention held in Chicago during August of 1968. The protests over the Vietnam War had been building for years. The plan was for a peaceful demonstration, but Chicago city government refused to grant any permits. But anyway, thousands of people poured into downtown Chicago to protest the war. There was violence. The Walker report issued years after the trial concluded that the violence at the 1968 convention was essentially fomented by the police, not the protesters. But that information was not available at the time of this trial. The Chicago 7 defendants included Abby Hoffman, Jerry Rubin, Tom Hayden, Rennie Davis, David Dellinger, Lee Weiner, John Froinas, and Bobby Seale. They were all under indictment for inciting a riot. William Kunstler and Leonard Weinglass were the defense attorneys. The federal prosecutor was a man named Richard Schultz. The news accounts I read daily during the trial portrayed the proceedings as more theater than courtroom drama. The presiding judge, Julius Hoffman, had a reputation for being less than the best in his profession, and that comes across clearly in this film. All seven defendants want to be acquitted, but it becomes clear that the cards are stacked against them when two jurors, believed to be sympathetic to the defense, are dismissed under some questionable circumstances. The film centers on what happened in Chicago and the many disagreements the defendants had during their trial. Bobby Seale was angry the trial began while his defense attorney was in the hospital recovering from surgery. Of course, Judge Hoffman would not allow Seale to act in his own defense. Finally, Seale was taken out of the courtroom at the judge's order, beaten, bound, and gagged, then returned to the courtroom. Prosecutor Schultz was aghast when seeing this and immediately called for a mistrial for seal, which the judge granted immediately. Now Sorkin tells the story in a way anyone could understand. If you watch the film not knowing anything about the Chicago 7, you will be able to follow this story. If, like me, you're old enough to remember that era and the news coverage of the trial at that time, you will still learn a lot about what transpired in 1968 and the trial in 1969. I won't go into every acting performance, but allow me a few shout-outs for some of the best. Frank Langella as Judge Hoffman was perfect, based on everything I ever read about his honor. Sasha Baron Cohen plays a very true-to-life Abby Hoffman. 
Jeremy Strong puts in a stellar performance as Jerry Rubin. I loved Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Prosecutor Schultz. Mark Rylance had clearly studied William Kunstler and had him down. Then there's a very, very good cameo role from Michael Keaton as the former Attorney General Ramsey Clark. In the end, the six remaining defendants were convicted, but their convictions were overturned by an appeals court which ordered a new trial. The Chicago U.S. attorney, not wanting to go through another trial with this group, chose not to try any of those defendants again. Aaron Sorkin has become a wizard of stage and screen. My wife Jane and I saw his Broadway production of To Kill a Mockingbird during the summer of 2019 and loved it. Every Sorkin project is not a hit, but he hits much more than he misses. I give this Sorkin film version of The Trial of the Chicago 7 a grade of A. He doesn't moralize, just tries to tell the story as it happened with the best accuracy that history can now provide. It is difficult to explain what America was like in 1968 and 69. We had a war going on that was killing thousands of soldiers every year, and the public was growing weary of a war in Southeast Asia that appeared to have no end. And when it did end in 1975, It was a very messy conclusion. I would highly recommend you see The Trial of the Chicago 7. It is masterful movie making. The Trial of the Chicago 7 is in a limited run at movie theaters and available on Netflix. This is the Arts and Fishers podcast. My name is Larry Lannon. Thanks for listening. Be kind and be safe.